0: This afternoon, I've got a very short mission as it is a communion service. Um, Communions do not have stipulated days. They are the commandment of God. And he says, when you do this, do it in remembrance of me. And I think what is just important to remember of him is the fact that for souls, he laid down his life. And so it's also a commission service because we saw the poor Siloam yesterday. And how man begins to see right when in his light we see light. So I've just got few stuff to commission few people to do. That's authority. That's what I'm sent to do today. There's no treasure bigger than being sent. There is nothing like being a messenger to something or to someone. In this case, I'm a messenger to God. Therefore, my life cannot be subjected to public acceptance or opinion. Because when all this is over, I'll just go back to where I'm sent from. It's simple. And so we have only one person to account to in this journey, therefore, you'll meet many people that are also sent to send descent. God equips them with different things. Before they were born, he knew them, he formed them to be what they are like. That's God's purpose for their life. And so every yearning of their heart will be towards something that they were sent to send. When they meet that thing, and until they meet that thing, any other thing they do will be misbehavior. It doesn't matter if it is they went to school and did well, it's still misbehavior because what brings definition to their life is yet to be met. The anointing is not based on your fasting and prayer life. Is based on alignment. Once you align into a thing, a certain anointing and call and establishment is present for you when certain things align in your life. David was not there praying to become king of Israel. The anointing was actually looking for him. Saul had been rejected by God. And here comes Samuel. Samuel was God's prophet for the nation. And at the point when Samuel anointed David, I want you to remember that Samuel was in a crushing place. He cried. It was the disappointment and all the atrocities of Saul and what the nation that Samuel once led got to him. It was crushed, but he had the oil in his horn. I love that so much. There is no anointing without crushing. You cannot get olive oil out of the olive without crushing and leave the olive the same. Did you hear what I just said? You didn't hear me. I said, you see the olive um, fruit that produces the oil. You cannot get oil out of it and leave the olive the same leaders lay hands on you based on their stripes by his own stripes we were healed so if we're gonna draw life out of him it's because he was a crushed vessel who are the set of people that god is going to raise among you to lead into riches It's very simple it is not the most intelligent I want you to hear this it is not who makes money first it is who has the most patience i'm speaking to leaders now who has the most ability to gather people even at the point of insult and all of that because that's what you need in order to lead god's financial revolution Uh who has the most patience tolerance because those things crush you but it gives you power beyond words so someone is carrying and patience does not mean you're silly tolerance does not mean you allow people to be sloppy it just means tolerance <laughs> has the place of power for resources. And many more. So Samuel was in a crushed position, but he has the oil in the urn. And God says, Go to a house. I want you to go to the house of Jesse, he says. Because it's always houses. Pastor Onya said it perfectly this morning. Pastor Sam has supported it accurately this morning. I think God, anytime God's, God finds a format on earth that looks like what he's doing, he'll just use it. If you like, you can call them unbelievers or whatever. God just says, this is our style. And that's what we're going to use. He comes to the house of Nation family this morning. And if you set that house, it's a powerful word to set a house in order if he was going to use Israel from for the world remember Israel started from a disorganized dysfunctional setting it was Rachel and Rebecca right Rachel and and whatever just um, Jacob's wife's names were I'm sure Rachel was there and Leah pardon me his mom was Rebecca Remember, it was them. And they started to have children out of rivalry. Up to the point where they even donated their, their stewards. Their servants to Jacob to make babies from. There's no dysfunctionality higher than that. That's dysfunctional. the moment Jacob began to set that house, God says, that's what we're looking for. We're not looking for your background or how you came to be. We're looking for what you are becoming. It brings set of people that were not even married to Jacob. They were children of rivalry. But what was important was not if this was so-so-so's child, Or where is this one's mom or that one's mom? What was important is that they have a father. It is not where they were born anymore. It is not how they were born anymore. It wasn't a matter of if they were sons or daughters of slaves anymore. And you remember in those days they took slavery important. But the moment they aligned with a father, the father carries that covenant and that sets... A family. It is not far-fetched to look for examples like that because God himself is the father of all. It says family. The, The Bible says that it takes children of nobodies and desolate and adds them to a family. Never doubt the power of a family because that's the most powerful thing. And I'm not talking about biological stuff right now. That's got no power in it. Don't let anybody deceive you. It is natural descent. A choice family. A father-based family. Not bloodline-based family. It's fatherhood-based. And so God tells Samuel... I need you to go to a house of a man because he has family. I love the setting. The setting in the house of Jesse is interesting. But time will not permit us. I want you to read scripture so that I can just have this foundation. And you don't know how quickly I want to close this. So believe me, I want to close it. I want to close this. I want us to just talk about commission, Have communion. And that's it tell me quickly
1: the Lord said to Samuel what did he say how long will you mourn for Saul since I have rejected him as king over Israel Uh fill your horn with oil and be on your way Samuel was mourning
0: he was mourning for his son Saul and God says look how long are you gonna do this for because we already had a plan in the first place Even the prophet was just a part of that plan. It wasn't the plan. The prophet Samuel. Somebody is carrying your oil right now. The Lord said to Samuel, you'll understand that in two years. But tell me.
1: Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. Ah. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. But Samuel said, How can I go?
0: He Saul hears about it, verse 3.
1: Invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will
0: show you what to do. Bring the father to a sacrifice. The issue was because of non alignment, when the anointing came for our lineage, our families, our fathers were not there to attend. Anointing is all about alignment. It's not what you do. It's what you already planned. And sometimes when it's sending the oil your way, you just left where it thought you would be. May God give us fathers who understand the voice of the prophet. And when he says, come for a sacrifice, it's not an holiday in Barbados. Invite Jason. and need a father that can still be contacted. I need a father that can still hear the voice of the prophet. I need a busy father. I invite Jesse to the sacrifice. I feel the generation that begot us, they couldn't come to the sacrifice. And sometimes it's because they've gone to sacrifice for you. So don't you know how much sacrifice I did for you to get education? No, it's not your sacrifice. It's attend the sacrifice. God, because the oil and everything about my life has already been pre-planned. God knows. God knows you before you were born. He knitted you together. And the best thing that would happen to you in your life as you grow is that you will know people that were not ordained to be with you. So you won't waste your time. I'm telling you now, you already know, so you won't fluctuate through life, especially with people. And I will show you what to do, what would you do? You are
1: to anoint for me the one I indicate. Uh-huh. Samuel did what the Lord said. When he arrived at Bethlehem, the elders of the town trembled. Verse five. Samuel replied, Yes, in peace. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come to the sacrifice. The guy is
0: just making all the elders walk. He already knows where they are going. All those elders things. Because you have to respect elders. Don't become an elder that is respected. Respect means they won't, you won't know what God is doing. They'll just be greeting you, yes ma, yes sir, yes ma, yes sir, yes sir, yes ma. You're carrying your by, yes ma, yes, yes sir. And then God is going somewhere. It's just walking you. He said they should consecrate. Did God care about the consecration of these elders? No. God is just going to a person. When they are about to turn you to an elder, just say, Mm-mm. "Wherever you are going, let's just be going together." you know that's what happened in our old former churches everybody just became respected people some people are crawling on the floor for you some people are lying on the floor and God is moving past you and you're telling her I just one thing I just like about that church. they are young but they are very respectful (laughs) consecration without voice it doesn't mean anything anyway that's not my issue Consecrate yourself, then he consecrated Jesse.
1: And his sons Uh and invited them to the sacrifice. Uh When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and thought.
0: Did you see what God told Samuel? He said, the one I indicate. Now, Samuel started singing. And I know why. I'll tell you why. Read on, please.
1: Surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Uh Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Eliab. Was tall handsome,
0: and that's why Samuel listen to this. Samuel had to pick him because what Samuel does not want to do is to create a vacuum in people's power, emotional power, because Saul was tall. So if he's gonna choose someone now, it has to look as if it is still Saul. It can't just go and choose someone that is not looking like, because it will be an emotional vacuum. They would say, what is this? So Samuel, Abonon saw, looks at Eliab and said, surely, like confirm. Now God, oh God, I, I was afraid. I, you are a wonderful God. You've chosen someone. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it because it will just look the same. It won't look as if I've done anything drastic. It won't look as if I've rocked the boat. I I hope you know where I'm going with that. But when God is ready to install new families, He will rock the boat. They will completely not look like. They will be complete opposite. There has to be a power, emotion, power vacuum. That's why God chose you. And many times when God has chosen us, our efforts will be to look like Saul so that people don't think anything is missing. God says, I want people to know something is missing. Uh And God says about Eliab, he said, I've rejected him. There was never a story of Eliab. What he has done wrong, or what he has done right, but before God got to the number eight, sorry, before God got to David, God already checked one to seven, and one to seven, if seven is perfection, God says, oh God, I don't want to, I don't want to be excited, God says seven is truly perfection, but I cannot walk with all these perfections of Jesse, I need a new beginning, seven sons of Jesse walked in front of the prophet should I stick to the story I'm not sure you heard what I just said there all the sons of Jesse humanly speaking stature speaking qualification speaking they were perfect so I hear you pastor Sam and pastors when you said today of course It is father and sons. All this is perfect, but to take the world is sons. Because it's the new beginning. Ah, you will understand that later, later. Because you love me and I know. But you can't, it cannot thrive on the love for me. It thrives on the assignment. Seventh is the doorway into eight. Because seven ends perfection. But God cannot walk with the perfection, He walks with a new beginning. So however you're trying to perfect the lives that your parents gave you, it still will not enter this family life. You can try to perfect you're a good guy and when you hear Peter speak, he says, and even your dad says, i just make you a good person. I don't care what your dad says. Either made you a good person or a bad person, it still won't work because that's seven. Eight is new, you've got to be new. You can't be that person plus the person to be. It won't work. Huh? Huh. Again, you will understand that much later. I know you think you understand it now, but you understand it. For I have rejected him.
1: The Lord does not look at the things people look at.
0: What was God looking at? He was testing the art of David. Where was he? Backside of the desert. Where nobody sees him. Where he's irrelevant. David is there with the sheep singing songs, Psalms. He's a madman. People just look at him from a distance and see that he can sing it, right? Psalms is just leading the sheep. He's so mad that you are in such obscurity and the lion comes and you're just going to kill the lion. The bear came and you protected the sheep of your father. What a man. How long can you do something unrecognized for? Before your heart begins to mourn that they are not even appreciating me. I Don't stay in places where I'm not appreciated, he says. He said, yeah, Eliab. Because to appreciate people is perfect, it's good. And as you grow as a church, you'll learn to do that more. You just say, I just want to say thank you. Sometimes when people, depending on who is telling you that, just run away. Because it just means perfect, good. But doesn't mean new beginning. David was not appreciated. He did his, in quotes, like duty. He comes home. Goes back there. sings psalms like as the deer pants for the water brook. How can David sit in that place and see the kingdom of Israel? That one day he will become king. He cannot see it. Are you not worried because of the things that you cannot see? Because you look like you are at the backside of the desert now and it doesn't look like. The throne is ready for you. It doesn't look like that because what you're doing, by the time you size it up with what others are doing on social media, it looks like they are there, I'm not. But you are the one that is there because whoever is with God is the one that is the king verse 8
1: then Jesse called Abinadab and had him pass in front of Samuel but
0: Samuel said
1: the Lord has not chosen this one either verse 9 Jesse then had Shammah pass before.
0: but Samuel said
1: nor has the Lord chosen this one Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel good guys seven
0: all of them pass
1: before Samuel and God says Lord, but Samuel said to him, the Lord has not chosen him.
0: Samuel says God has not chosen them. Then Samuel says what?
1: Are these all the sons you have? They didn't
0: introduce David. You know why? They couldn't have known David because they don't know new beginnings. They don't know him. Imagine, it wasn't even, let's assume it was a girl. We would have said, well, in those days, they don't appreciate girl. He was a man as they are. But they couldn't have seen him because of darkness. The light that was in Jesse, even though he attended sacrifices, the light that is in him is still darkness. He still sees Perfection. So, for you also, if the light that is in you be darkness, you will take seven. You will look at your life. And when things don't add up, like you will be president of a nation, you will say no. But David is at the backside. Woo-hoo. David is still absent from everything that has happened in your life till this moment. David is still absent. You just don't know him because he's with God, Eden in a place far away from perfection is number eight called new beginning. Ah, How do I say this now? I don't want to go back to Ekateria. It was eight and three and one so he left eight disciples. When he joined the three remember it was the trinity. Trinity looks great but without the eight There is no spreading of the word. So in the garden of Jessamine, it was 8, 3, 1. If you read through the scripture, when it got to a place, it told the 8, wait here. Then it went with the 3, wait here. Then it went with 1. Do you understand family from that? It was still in the garden. If Adam had those 11, 12, If he had that, it would take the world. It doesn't need the multitude. It just needs the one, the three, and the new. That's the public. The the, the number of public is eight. Anyways, that looks like I'm just losing you more and more. So it's all right. So anyways, all the seven passed before him. Again, humanly speaking... There is no fault with them. So, God's revolution is not because of man's failure, it's because of God's will and God's rulership. You didn't hear what I just said. Revolutions happen when people say, This is so imperfect, we'll take over this government. God says, I'm not reacting because of your imperfection, for your realm is okay. But it's because number eight is introduced because it's always been the will of God. But the number eight in your life has always been hidden. Number eight is never introduced. Number eight is never visible because it's always in a place with God. Welcome to the eighth month. New beginning. It is new. You've never seen it before. So when you, hear Scripture says, things like eyes have not seen. How come eyes have not seen it? Do you not wonder what have we not seen in this world? Why would Solomon say there is nothing new under the sky? Solomon was just a perfect wise man in this realm. He has not seen the new. age is the new. Anyways imagine i just needed us to put emphasis on the fact that all the sons came and until they were asked like are you sure that these are all your sons they said oh oh there's this guy we've not seen him we know him but we don't see him or we think we know him you already think you know you but there's a eighth dimension you already think that you can sum up your life. Uh-huh. You think you can sum up your life and you can know where you can, you will get to. Even the government and all their statistics think they know you, but there is still a son. But you see, that son does not show up in family setting until the prophet says, go bring him here. Because it doesn't just send someone for entertainment uh uh-huh. a pity does not just come to entertain your rappers do that your that it comes with a arm of oil crushed as it may be it invites the number eight in your life it tells the city consecrate yourself that's the preaching for the church you people be holy holiness is preached by most dodgy people very unforgiving awful most times but the prophetic dimension invites the number eight. It says, call me the eighth you. Call me the eighth son. So, but for the statistics of the world, if they look at the psalm, either they call them good boy or good girl. They already have boxes for them. When the prophet shows up, he says, go call me the number eight son. So he hugs Jason,
1: are all the sons you have, Uh there is still the youngest, Jesse
0: answered. No, with a more sense of urgency.
1: He is tending the sheep. Samuel said, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. They can't see him. He's just a shepherd.
0: The world don't see shepherds, but shepherds are new beginnings. Did you hear what I just said? the words don't see pastors they see rappers and all that perfect all good but mr shepherd man don't rush shepherd don't be in a hurry to be seen shepherd don't go copy Eliab. that's why when you sit on that on those youtube so you want to look like them so that it doesn't feel like anything is missing don't worry about what is missing God has already rejected Saul. Shepherds don't mind if it looks like they are in obscurity. Shepherds don't mind if they are speaking to two people or two thousand people because the throne is always theirs until anointing comes. Shepherds, am I talking to shepherds this morning? There is still the youngest The number eight is always the youngest. However, it's the oldest because it's the root of the house of Jesse. It's the repetition of the first Adam. But it's the youngest so that it can be kept away from Saul. Why has God not put you in front of the world like you want yet? You are being kept from Saul. When you begin to see people among you, you will begin to run towards Saul. They are running towards the old dying dimension. They are running to take pictures with dying dimensions. Don't go to Saul. David will still need to pass through Saul, but not without the anointing first. They're still, the youngest Jesse answered.
1: He is tending the sheep. Samuel said, "Send for him." We will
0: not. If I had time today, now you will see. Send for him now. The word sent. Uh-huh, but no time today. Send for him.
1: We will not sit down until he arrives. Uh huh. So he sent for him and had him brought in.
0: He was what?
1: Glowing with health and had a fine appearance and had. You don't features. understand
0: why these scriptures are important. This guy probably just finished fighting a bear. But when he came in, the Bible says it was glowing normally when you come to the anointing when you're about to be sent out you should have sweat you should have you should be stinking in quotes you should have been torn but the only thing we will see about you is your eyes it glows it's a smile when people will take the nation come to the anointing board they have sweat and all that but their eyes their smile is perfect He's like a little mischievous boy. He probably just fought a lion. But he comes and says, Then you're wondering how, though, because I can see Max on you. How do you fight a lion without Max? He's got Max. But he has glow. He has a smile on him. <laughs> That's a guy who is ready for life. Is a different kettle of fish. It was glowing with elf and
1: had a fine appearance uh-huh. and handsome features. Then the Lord said, "Rise and anoint."
0: We've him. treated this before. You know they said they were not sitting, so they were. It's not from a sitting position. It's a rise, shine. Your light just came. <laughs> they called him Christ. So what I was trying to tell you, he said, Arise, shine for your light has come. All of them there, arise now because David has come now. This is your light. I told you light is a system. Darkness was sore. All the seven sons that were perfect were darkness. So he said, Arise now, anoint him. That's your light. David is a system. Where did they bring this system out of? The presence of God. What was it doing in the presence of God? Shepherding. How do you know those who are in his presence? Shepherds. Not seven days fasting in the corner saying, the presence of God. And he's crying. He said, let me tell you, read the word, we are waiting. When you finish, we will see if God has touched you or not. Then he starts fighting. A day after seven days fasting. uh Uh-uh let me tell you your best fasting is shepherd when people behave to you and you have to forgive and pray for them and love them then we know if you're a shepherd not in isolation how you guide the things committed to you when you feel it is small is how God checks your heart and he said arise now rise up your light is here David is here The main reason why we will hear Samuel's name, David, your light, the light of Israel is here. I feel this afternoon I'm talking to the light of the world. Lights everywhere. The system from Nigeria to Canada to the lights of this city. So in 2016, when we started ordaining young people, you know what God said to me? Arise now, anoint them. Those are your lights. We thought will be lights on billboard saying after Jesus is King Conference. Anyone that is still doing that now with their bill, billboard on, on, on the street, yeah, they are just living in the past. They can't let go of what they once felt. So they are still rolling everywhere. It's gone, it's dead. That doesn't bring solution to the world anymore. Lights. Verse him.
1: So Samuel took the horn <laughs> of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And
0: from that day on,
1: the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David.
0: Samuel then went to Ramah. That's where he will spend the rest of his life. The Spirit of the Lord rested upon him. Please, did Samuel, did you ever see David asking, Holy Spirit, come on me. Holy Spirit, come on me. Or however we sing it. Spirit come, Spirit come, Spirit come, Spirit come, Spirit come. Did you see that in David? I'm not saying you shouldn't sing it. They excite us. They make us feel like we are Christians. I get it. And they are fine. It's in in alignment with the old school. It's perfect. It's seven. David did not ask the Spirit to come. The Spirit was already pre-programmed for him. It just needed to align, doing his thing. God is busy doing his thing. The apostles in the upper room, like Pio said this morning, they were not praying for the spirit, but Jesus said to them just wait there, be in the right place, align. The Christians you have today, they are rolling, roaming around the world asking the Spirit to meet them there. Um, I'll be going to Africa. I hope you can meet me up later, soon. Um, I'll be going to heaven. Are you going to be there? I told Francis this morning, I've seen this design. I said, If God didn't bring you to this, but this is the heaven you people were going to on Old can Road. This is the heaven. This is it. This is where Imagine dying as a Christian, good Christian, never fulfilling purpose, and you just realize you're just among wool. You're just on the cotton field. I told him the name of that is pastor. It's a popular thing. I said you and him will be there now in heaven. It's just going to be wool and black decoration. In heaven. You going to heaven. You're yeah, right. He aligned with something David was not filled with ambition. How much ambition can you have at the backside of the desert? Just doing his thing. But God was doing his thing and Saul was busy doing his thing. Don't be moved by what Saul is doing. Saul was busy messing the nation up. He's doing his thing so that God can do his thing through you. So do your thing. Ah, you didn't hear me. Ah. Did you hear that instruction? If your thing is to sit down and cry and connect, in con- uh, its whatever, or, or whatever power base, if your thing is to sit down and teach the people and win souls and protect those souls, do that. None of your business, whatever Saul is doing, is doing his thing so that you can rise to do your thing. So sometimes God says you are too eager to go and change Saul's thing but Saul's cup is not filled yet it's about to be filled I know August will be a different month I'm telling you now I know August will be filled with new things it will open you up to new relationships that will bring you into new item life. that's what God told me to tell you I'm just a messenger remember So sometimes you need to watch the world do their thing, and sometimes you stop doing your thing because you are watching the world do the do his thing, and you want to be involved in what the world is doing. Either to correct it, to do it better, God says none of your business. Do your thing. And say so if we do our stuff like this, did you see how much Michael Jackson was my business with Michael Jackson? i don't want to use any rappers what's my business with a rapper look at that rapper is there i said he came to eat i came to eat eat your food he's eating his food so that i can eat my food i'm not talking about despising people i just need you to understand system which is Saul. the system of david did not get intimidated by the system of Saul, and the system of david looks like broke irrelevant nothing is happening to it but the oil is coming who am i talking to this evening the oil is coming if you are not met where you're doing your thing you are out of sync whatever system God has given you so what God is saying is look the world can look rich but you know what is the richest all our family houses in their own corner doing their own thing. Are you listening to me? Uh-huh. Just focus on that. I see if nothing else in the world exists. I see if there is no other thing going on but the family I mean, whatever you call it now. National family, family, whatever, man. Whatever that thing is. As if that's the only thing that exists. The more you focus on it, the more the oil moves nearer. Saul has to keep doing his thing. Otherwise, there will be nothing for David to command. Guess all the soldiers that will fight through with David. They were busy doing their thing too. Actually, these guys were just busy racking up debt and making mistakes and all that. But they were going to be soldiers. Our souls will come if we are busy doing our thing. So I guess what God is calling you out of first of all is because you can also be in the nation family and you are busy with what Pastor Nicky is doing. are you supposed to do your thing? Just... if you I think I put something up this morning if you cannot do great things do small things great greatly so what takes us out of alignment it's not that God does not destine us to be kings and leaders and whatever it's just that we get out of alignment too quick I didn't say we won't take nations I'm just saying why are you there? Eliab, all the seven things, perfection, they ran to Saul's army. Quickly, they got uniform. If you go to Africa and they give you garment, that's uniform. Thank you. Welcome to be like us. go and give you army uniform. If you go to America even, say so I want to break through as a rapper You've, they've gone to give you chain uniform chain, big chain, you're carrying it around you're changing your teeth, it's still uniform it's a camera system the new thing has to board let me tell you something, new things don't respect age, you can be 70 until you enter the 8th new has not begun and it's still waiting you didn't miss it Finish this scripture. I want to stop now.
1: So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. You've
0: read that before, verse 14. Man. Now
1: the Spirit of the Lord... You've had...
0: read that before, verse 15. Okay, no, no, no. This is important. Now, 14, tell me.
1: Now the Spirit of the Lord had departed
0: from Saul. The Spirit rested over David, but he's left Saul. So the issue is, the Spirit has left... This guy, Saul, was being tormented and nobody knew. You didn't hear me. It he was still king. When Saul is still coming, everybody will still be saying, Wow, there are chariots. His presence still looks intimidating. Whereas, the one upon whom the spirit rests just as a staff. It's just by himself. But Saul is finished. This system is finished, guys. Don't run to it. It looks like something is dying. Ah. Africa, all the people you think can be leaders of Africa, they are dead. Dead. They are cops. Like their current president in one of the nation is dead. He's, they are gone. But let me, t- the spirit has departed from them since someone said, well it's 1960, the day they got independence. It's gone. But the issue is, even though the spirit has left Saul, is upon Samuel. It still took time because Saul, Samuel, I mean David, had no system to sell to Israel yet. So God says, even though you have the anointing, even though you've been be anointed and called the king, I need you to test a system through. So he goes to the house of Saul. From the house of Saul, he goes to the wilderness. From the wilderness, he lived with kings. He was machinery to fight wars for king. Then he got a system. Then he came to Israel and said, Hey, as we were saying, so anointing enough, anointing alone is not enough to make you king. You will be tested with systems. Jen, you couldn't have just started a pharmacy and then it prospers and you become a billionaire it's not gonna work it's laughable you will start it will make money It will be shut down because we're trying to test you You you're anointed but do you have a system and that system tested all true now it can say imagine before 2016 even if it's the prime minister that come to PT to say, Teach us, how do we do with young people in this nation? I don't know anything to say. I'll just say, Let's pray and speak the word. But now we can say, What about housing? But he's in the last phase of his testing. Because even the houses we would have presented in 2019 is not hit so it goes through the test of the wilderness in order to be a system that is now sellable i'm telling you in the new dimension the eighth many good things will happen to you let me quickly see 100 amen all over the nations anyone that is in this wilderness fights with us let me see you say amen just amen because i don't know what to say anymore awesome 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 I'm not giving you a song I'm just reading the comment it's a word of God coming to life to you this afternoon chill I'm beginning to see the word more is it because you pray more now PT no alignment happened <laughs> I'm beginning to realize how powerful I am more because certain alignments, and then I can speak freely. Because some of you are beginning to align, go back to your family houses and align properly. And Pastor Sam has said it: you don't have to live in a house to belong to it. There's a difference between living in a. There are people who live in a house as charity issues, but they don't belong to that house. Can't sleep in a place we're just giving you foam to sleep. You belong to. You belong. (laughs) The eighth. Are your Communion's ready in in some few minutes? The eighth. So even if you're watching this afternoon and you don't know what communion means, it's in the Bible. It's just get a drink, get a bread, we'll pray on it and you'll be all right. Did you finish that?
1: Now the Spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul. The Spirit has left the
0: system, but David is building. Don't be in a hurry. Everything you believe will be tested until it becomes a system. Until it is tested, it's an advice. people doing knife and gun crime solution before i came all they were giving to the government is advice not system the government was funding the advice until government knew that we are even the one making your advice work. we are not advisors we are a nation set upon the hill cannot be hidden and written across our chest is we don't negotiate Tested systems, otherwise, it's an advice. You advise people, oh, stay good, then you'll make money. Work hard, advice. They're not systems. Banker, bankers' family, don't come to advise people. When last have you seen Rough family coming to t- teach you seven keys to success? Never it's the poor people, is the that will tell you that they only tell you the one thing they are telling you without speaking you want success patronize our bank when you build systems you're not a motivational speaker people come to perch on your trees i have a good a great announcement for you god spirit has left the system is with you and it doesn't bring you to the palace the next day it takes you through the wilderness it takes you through struggling for seed every day or month that's a system that's what it should be don't fight to get out of that don't go and make money i want to keep this so that i can have seed <laughs> you will not make it to the palace you'll be exhausted it's not looking for your seed it's looking for your system your system is the ultimate seed. I can't even finish this today, can I? If I had time, I would have gone to the scripture you showed me, Pastor Faith. For we have this treasure. And an evil spirit from the Lord tormented him. There's an evil spirit tormenting the world as we speak. They may don't fear them as influences or da, da 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 da. It's a lie. An influencer is telling me, introducing himself, he says, uh, I'm an influencer. I say, uh, I can't even influence anything in my house. Even the group chat, I've left it because I couldn't influence anything. So why do you talk like that when PT says things like, I don't want to be a celebrity, I'm intentional. I'm saying that soul system is where you want to keep me. I'm not coming into that system, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm little, I'm just saying I'm the new. So I'm rejecting Saul, publicly, privately, and say no, I'm not Saul. Because I know the evil spirit is tormenting all of them, all of them, all of them. Because it's resting upon you. So don't sit anymore and say, if the Spirit of God is with us, we should have this and have that. If he's with you, you should be tested. Have you seen the ultimate system? Christ the spirit was there with John the Baptist. John was a lamp Uh, it burned for a while and when John was burning when John was burning all the systems came to him and one day Jesus came and Jesus said permit it to be so And John baptized Jesus and when he came out of the water, the Spirit of God rested over him and then led him to where David, sorry David was, David no, it led him to the wilderness. He said let us test this system. So what is this, what is the temptation that Satan came with? The system of this world. It presented inferior system to him but that system looked big. Jesus saw all the wealth, the glory, the dream that a normal human being will live for. What most young people you know are living for, he brought it to Jesus and said, have this. And Jesus said, it is not about the end product, it's about the system. No, no, you don't understand what Jesus was telling Satan there, right? Satan presented the end product, wealth and everything. Jesus said, "Uh uh-uh, you think we are deceived. Most Christians, you know, they are praying for the end product, not the system system is what god calls you system is the light of the world nation, family i beseech you by the mercies of god i beg you guide this system with your life see how long it even took us to come to this little system and god is still building god is still working on us guided from your own little place to the highest of the leaders guide with your life. This is the system. All the years of fasting and sowing and whatever we did was for to know this system, protect it. And those of you who are yet to get into full alignment with this, that's why you are suffering. In the alignment of this system, whatever field you go into, there's so much power beyond word for you. You won't pray for the blessing, it will flow freely. The throne is yours. The kingdoms of this earth has become the kingdom of our God. Is yours. And again, you're looking at yourself this afternoon saying, I feel small. Me from, that's the seventh. Not the seventh, that's the seventh. new beginning is the number eight. The apostles that followed Jesus became completely new people. How can Peter a nine-to-five guy build an economy? when they saw peter and call later they said these are those that turned the world upside down
1: these
0: guys turned the whole world upside down these were just random people picked from tax collectors office fishermen office Nobody's formed a family and they threatened the city telling me big boys and big boys in this who is a big boy in london city is there a big boy in london city in this city You are the only big boys here. The spirit of God is yours, it's just waiting for you at a junction. The old power of the universe, I'm telling you, the old force that spoke this universe to be is yours, it's in you. Same power that raised Jesus from the everything is in you right now. So, what did God tell me to do? He said, Call me the eighth. Have you come to a point where you think you've used all you've got, everything that is in you? God says, now it needs the eighth. That's the call of God. So he then sends them out two by two. The commission for this week is nothing but souls. That's what we're doing this week. It's not the service on the 8th for me, it's the system of the 8th. It's the system, it's the, it's the speaking without saying much. It's the power of the kingdom, the authority of the life to come. I begin to bless those communion tables right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the resurrected Christ that the power of God rests on you like never before. Why do I know this will work? Because I'm sent. I believe in prayer, but all of a sudden, I've seen people who prayed for years and nothing good happened to them. They are out of alignment. Whereas when you find a man in alignment, it will look like he prays forever. No, the more I grew, the more I understood that all I just needed to do was to be quiet and say, yes, Lord. To accept that, that whatever happens to me is already divine. What aligned Joseph? Prison. Now, don't declare yourself as Joseph because you go to prison by fraud and then say, I'm Joseph. No, you're not Joseph. System has just happened to you and you'll come and you'll be great. You're not Joseph. You're not going to feed the world. But you are still in God's alignment, still. Because you know why? Listen to this. Nothing just happens. Nothing. Nothing just happens. Everything is still alignment. Are you ready to worship? Now, can I quickly make an invite? to call, if you may say. Those who are not in alignment with God's will for their life. Someone said, but how will I know? Let me tell you. You know. And don't, don't tell me, well, what should I be doing? The moment you're looking for what to do, you're out of alignment. If you're in alignment, whatever you're doing right now, you have so much joy and peace in it. It's just that you're convincing yourself that it's too small out of alignment. David was a totally insignificant guy. The prophets came and they didn't even call him. The nations, Nigeria will call me. They will ask me for help. My my words, they will ask me. They will seek with all they've got every nation will call me that's you when i say me i hope you know i'm talking about you right (laughs) all of us they will seek you the bible says the weakest will be like david zacharias it said and the house of david will be like god what else do you want god to say should i give you the scripture you're looking for it i want to pray Zacharias chapter 12 verse 7 and 8
1: the Lord will save the dwellings of Judah first so that the honor of the house of David and of Jerusalem's inhabitants may not be greater than that of Judah
0: did you see that scripture? God will have to save Judah you know why? his hand and his word is already on Judah his house Imagine how important these houses are. But you see the house of Judah, the house of praise, he has to protect first. said, because if I leave, no matter how much Judah is my praise, if I leave David's house to deal with him, their honor will be way more than Judah's house. So I'll have to save Judah. Do you remember the house of Judah, guys? Do you remember their antecedent? How they came about? Terrible house, but God says I will save it. Don't worry. Thursday we're going to talk about houses, so that the honor of the house of David and of Jerusalem's inhabitants
1: may not be greater than that of
0: Judah. God loves Judah. Uh Verse nine.
1: On that day, on that day, the Lord will shield those who live in Jerusalem, so that the feeblest among them will be like David. Imagine
0: in the inhabitants of Jerusalem and you would almost think but I'm not inhabitants of Jerusalem you are behold I see a new Jerusalem moving out of heaven itself He it said in the inhabitants that's house living right of Jerusalem he said the weakest would be David As, do you understand David his men Sometime one of his men killed 800 men He said but when you see the weak you say oh that's David you're weak though but yeah that's fine The feeblest among them will be like David. Nation family, Spark Nation family. Do you have enough God to receive this kind of word? Or would you just say, ah, David came. Have you got enough faith to receive this? The feeblest among them will be like David. So we are not pushing you. The target is not to push you. It's to say, well, well, um, I know you are feeble, but at least you are David, right? So that the feeblest among them will be like David. Uh Uh-huh.
1: And the house of David will be like God. Like? The angel of the Lord going before them. What else can I say?
0: Those of the house of David will be like God. That's your destiny. Have you got faith to receive this or is this too big? it too big. If it's too big we can dull it down and wait for another few years but you might as well receive it now. I declare over spagnation and our friends the feeblest among us is like David and this house all the inhabitants of this house will be God. Everyone Every single one of you I receive this word on your behalf I receive this word for you and I in the name of Jesus all the houses house of David the oil is upon you so I command in the eighth month function with this oil all the houses lift up your head same power